Welcome to another episode of These Guys and Girls. It's by Kung Fu Malcolm Hall. I'm here with my co-host. Von Roberts. Von Roberts everything, baby. <laughs> and me, Ricky. <laughs> We're here with the beautiful Ricky. Welcome to These Guys and Girls. Ricky, how you doing? Fine. Sorry, baby. We still out here fumbling. We're going to pick up the ball. Yeah, we're good. Yes, we are. And today we're going to talk about just where, who is Ricky? Where are you from? I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. And how long you been in California? Five years. And how was your first five years out here? Um, they, they've been decent. I mean, I've been on like a money mission. Yeah? <laughs> For the chase? Um, I really don't chase the money, but I make sure that I make at least $500 a day. Damn. You make sure you make $500 a day. Yeah. Shit. I was, making yeah, I was putting God in 40 daddy. hours a week making 500 after tax. I wouldn't get shit. Damn, son. I don't take taxes on my check. God damn. Damn. So, um, <laughs> how do you, how do you do that? No offense, if, if um, I mean, I mean, you got it's, you on your Warren Buffett shit right now. Well, I have tons of hustles. I have different types of ways to get income. Mm-hmm. So one, I dance. Okay. Now, if I make a certain amount in a night, so shout out to Secret Sundays because that's where I dance. But that's only dance once a week. That's awesome. So if I make a thousand in a night. That, that covers, covers two, two days. days. Hey, that's good math, baby. That's good math. And there's been times where I done made about 2500 So. Week um, off. <laughs> <laughs> I have um, a lipstick line called Perfect Kiss. It's very nice. And that started off with me dancing, and I'm not shaped like your average, um, well, urban stripper. stripper. The line of stripper. Yeah, you know, big butt, mm. thick. I'm the opposite. I'm tall, I'm lanky, and, I mean, I have a pretty face. But the first thing, you know, a guy noticed on a girl, like, dang, she got ass, dang, look at them hips. And I'm like, eh. Like, oh, you cute, you got a pretty face. So I needed to stand out. I put some glitter on my lips, and I started just making buku money. Like, go get the girl with the glitter lips. Go. They didn't even know my name. Get glitter lips, sugar lips. Whoever she is, go get her. Plus, she was good at what you did. You was killing off, right? Yeah. So, once I got over there and I danced or whatever, they were like, we like her. We fuck. What, can I talk? Go ahead. I mean, say whatever you want. We fucks with her. She's a good spirit. Upsell bottles and everything like that. So. So, how did you start getting into, like, like, how long did it take you to master the pole? Um, honestly, I don't even touch the pole. No? Mm-mm. I mean, I know how to do, you know, I know how to climb it and do certain things on it. I ain't going to say I'm a pole magician or anything, but I don't touch the pole. So you just learn to move without it? Mm-hmm. If I go on stage and I don't get tipped on stage, I don't care because I got the floor. Do lap dances? I don't do lap dances. You just pretty out there. She just no, I just I get on the like. If I, you're not pop locking. I know that. No. But so you, you do the cheek isolation thing I the whole do time. That. I it's I'm even though I'm small, I'm not skinny. Like I got. Little you cheeks. got meat on you. Yeah. So 
I know how to move that, and I just know how to put on a show. Then I have a team of girls. We all work together. We learn how to capitalize off the club. So we put on a good show. That's awesome. Yeah. Very, very, very <laughs> art, artistic. Yeah. Like, People you know? be like, you don't touch the phone. You don't do lap dances. How you making money? I'm like, I'm like, it's like, God damn, where's the, that just ruled it all out. You gotta, I guess, come and see when I feel like dancing. Damn, that's going to be a minute because I got to get my bands up, man, because I can't be going in there and uh, sitting on the side watching from the corner like a creep. There's plenty of guys that do that. That one drink that be sitting there like. <laughs> yeah, I went. I did that one time, and this chick would just. I kept running into the same chick, and I was like, "Damn, I can't be in no strip club, man." Because she just kept was like, "Oh, you ready for that dance? Whenever you ready for that dance, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, in a minute, that, yeah, that happened a couple times." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, yeah, in a minute." But it's a difference. You got different types of clubs. You got gentlemen's clubs, and then you got strip clubs. Mm-hmm. L.A. really doesn't have strip clubs. Mm-hmm. Nobody really strips. Mm-hmm. But the ones that have that, um, I guess that. Um, that atmosphere of like a down south club, mm-hmm. we're really just go go dancers, technically by law, because we don't take our clothes off. Everything's covered. So some people come in disappointed, like, man, these girls ain't stripping. And I'd be like, ha, you still got your money though. Damn. <laughs> so you have to pay to get in. No, then. and then they still tip. They drink, you pay for your drinks, you pay to get in. Some people get tables, some people buy bottles, you know. But at the end of the day, I'm gonna get something out of you. I'm gonna get something. I'm because I, you know, I'm from Florida, so I go to you know Atlanta, Miami strip clubs, and it's you know yeah. It's a whole I, you can't even get black dancers at Secret Sunday. You can't even like I can girls can hover over you, but if their lap, if their butt touches your lap, they can get in trouble. We can get like fined for that. She can get fined. Mm. L.A. Yeah, I didn't really see. So why is that? Um, it's the law. Basically, if there's alcohol being sold, there's no nudity. Oh, California is. Yeah, and there's no like intimate interactions. The porn people have that on lock. It's like, man, we can't sell porn with these girls in the clubs. Yeah, man, really that sounds like real. porn. That's crazy. That's not porn. That's L.A. on money. Oh yeah. That too. If you sell liquor. You know, if you get drunk and you're at a strip club, later on, after so many asses walk past you and rub against you, you're going to be like... Hey, it's time to poke. Or you're going to grab, or, you know, that's something that you want. They want to be able to control that. Plus, they want a lot of money for the liquor license. So if I wanted to go get a strip club right now, I would need, with liquor, I would need to um, pay... Almost a million dollars for the liquor license. Getting a club is not a problem. Getting that liquor license is mm. the problem. Can't mm. have a club without liquor. Yeah, so now you don't just strip. You're an actress now, too. Yeah. So how did that come to be? How did um, you decide that? So when I first came out here, I started modeling, and I got some gigs where I had to do liner, like one-liners or something. Mm-hmm. And they was like, oh, you deliver it well. But how I got into it was this woman gave me a script and was like, just read this. I was filling in for somebody, just Mm -hmm. rehearsal. And she loved the way I was reading it. Mm -hmm. I just looked at it and, you know, they teach you how to um, comprehend what you're reading and add tone to it. Yeah. Yeah. 
So she she just liked my delivery. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, I guess I'll try it. But then I stopped because it wasn't I, my checks. Like I need the money. <laughs> I, if I do something today, I don't want to have to wait a month to get my check. I'm yeah. in that situation right now. Yeah. I, I did a um, South African commercial for um, a beer, mm-hmm. and it paid well. I got it, and I'm just waiting for that check, and it's taking forever. Mm. So when I when I first came out here, so I was like, well, I could dance until the check come. But I was like, I'm making more money in a day, so let me just go ahead and keep dancing. Mm. So now you, uh, how did you get started doing Instagram videos? Um, everybody knows uh, KP from, what is it? The Sketch House. In Sketch House. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he, I don't know how I met him. I don't know how I met him, but he had been trying to get me to come do skits. Mm-hmm. Way before the Sketch House even existed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nah, 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 you live too far. Because I live near Inglewood, Nate. Mm-hmm. That place is far. Mm-hmm. I was like, I ain't doing that. I'm not driving all the way to the valley. That's just dumb. I like this side. Two years. Mm-hmm. I think about three months ago, um, I rode with a friend, a videographer, and his girlfriend, who's a photographer. I rode with them to the sketch house, not realizing where I was going. Mm-hmm. And I walked in, and I was like, oh, okay, you know, you sit down. I'm watching everything. And somebody was like, hey, can you get in this? Mm-hmm. I want you to act like this. I think the first one I did was with B.T. Kingsley. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just fun. And I was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to keep coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like it. It's cool. Yeah, you had a, a nice spirit the first time I met you and stuff like that. So it was good. That's good. I yeah. like to hear that. Yeah, I was like, what? where are you from? St. Louis. I was like, <laughs> uh, okay. And I don't like L.A. niggas. And that, that's when you killed me. That's I, when you killed me. I was like, oh, okay. Like yeah. to date. I don't like to like date them. What's wrong with LA niggas? Um, I hope y'all not considering us LA niggas. Nope, I'm not from here. Okay. I'm from LA, but you know, whatever. You should be like, I'm an LA man, not an LA nigga. Well, I'm not an LA nigga. We, we know that. But, but they, I can get nigga. I think we all can. Yeah. But. I muster minds real good. I brew them <laughs> real good too. My experience with LA guys is. I guess it's the way they were brought up, and the parents are kind of like enablers, so they're a little bit lazy. Mm. They don't want to do anything, and they really believe in, like, they have that whole mentality. I hear it all the time. When I say whole mentality, they, um, you want me to pay for pussy, you better pay for this dick. Whoa. 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 That's a tough statement. <laughs> I've heard them say it, and I'm like, oh, that's funny but they be serious like they really be serious like or they all want to be pimps they all want to do the same thing like y'all don't have anything else y'all want to do other than be pimps be drug uh slang weed or whatever it just seems like that's all they want to do mm. or and they all stay with their moms and i don't have nothing against that because i come from a household where you know you stay there as long as you want me, the way my mind is, y'all could build if, you know, you still got your kids there and everybody pitching in on the, the bit, acting like they pitching on the bills, but then y'all just save y'all money and y'all can get something bigger and better. Mm-hmm. 
But the guys out here be like, I ain't doing nothing. They not helping their mama. They just, I'm, I'm going to a date party. Uh, can you pay for my Uber? Yeah. Nah. Damn. Ain't no dude asking no girl. Damn. Damn, son. And I don't work for an entrepreneur like yourself. Nah. Nah. No. So how do you how did you get started creating your uh, lipstick line? I know you started it by putting on some glitter in your lipstick on your lipstick in the club for the first time, but like how did how did you how did you make it into like mass producing in order to sell it? Um, crazy story was after I wore it for a whole year straight, girls was kind of like, man, I really like that. You should start selling it, and it was one particular girl. She had big lips, and she was very self-conscious, very low self-esteem, very low. I was like, here, put this color on and see how you like it. No, 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 I can't wear that. I can't wear that. My lips too big. I don't want them thinking I'm looking crazy. And I was like, just do it, and let's see what's going to happen. I said, the worst thing that can happen is somebody be like, I don't like that on you. Mm-hmm. She put it on. Literally two hours later, she was like, oh, my God, I love the lipstick. Oh, my goodness. And by that time, I had glitter everywhere. I had glitter in the house. I was obsessed with glitter. I would put it in my gel and put it in my hair and all of that. I was obsessed with it, so I had it. She was like, I want some more. I want to try this color, this color. Her confidence was through the roof. At that moment in time, I said, I'm going to sell it. Because not only is it going to make me money, but it helped someone build their confidence. Mm. And I have women that's 72 putting this lipstick on for their husbands. And their husbands be like, I don't want that glitter on me. And they be like, baby, it don't come off. And the dudes just be like, oh, yeah? So I was like, yeah, I got I to gotta get it out there. So um, I did some research because... Believe it or not, there's different types of glitter. Mm-hmm. And the glitter that I, you know, sell, it it doesn't. You can put it on your eyes. Mm-hmm. I don't say do it, but I've done it. But you got to be careful because glitter can cut you. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Glitter gets you caught, too. Yeah, because you got glitter <laughs> on your face right now. Mm. It's yeah. right here. I'll tell you before I go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but my, my glitter, it, it will come off. Because it is a loose product, but it doesn't come off. Like, if I was to drink out of a bottle and pass it to him, he's he not going to get glitter on him. I've oh, okay. smoked with guys. They be like, hey, she got that glitter on her lips. And my homie was like, hey, ain't no glitter on this blunt because she got that good shit. So, I mean, it's turn up proof. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> no running lipstick. So, dealing with self-esteem, have you... You you're in the clubs. What what chicks do you primarily see that have low self esteem? The loud ones. The loud ones, the and loud the loud ones. ones tend to be like the darker ones, or. Um no. No. It, it'll be like, it'll be the one that's popular, mm-hmm. and everybody likes. Mm-hmm. And she has something going on in her head, and it, it really don't matter what race she is, it's always that the one who's like, hey, she has to be known. Yeah. That'd be the one that has the, the lowest self-esteem. She's a bully and you all You get to that. talking to her, start crying. <laughs> <laughs> Every day. So, like, uh, 
how being out here in this liberal town, have you experienced any like colorism? All the time. Amongst all the time. Every time I go out. And what's that situation like for you? Um, so being a dancer out here, I did work at a club called Sam's, and that was a, you know, seven days a week, and it's predominantly Mexican. Mm-hmm. To me, Mexicans are black. Yeah. So, um, I would see, <laughs> I would see, um, you know, a lot of Mexican women. Say it'd be like twenty-five Mexican women working. Mm-hmm. And then it'd be maybe like six black girls. Mm-hmm. And you'll have some more girls audition. They'd be like, oh, we got too many black girls. Mm. That's at almost every club in L.A. Oh, you can't have too many black girls. So even when, like, Sam's, you know, they have star-studded nights. Like, people come in, celebrities will come in. Mm-hmm. Dudes with bread, like buku money, mm-hmm. and it be some fine black women in there, and they'll look at look at you and just be like, "Go get me that Mexican girl over there with the big old booty, the one that's shaped like a sister. Go bring her over here." And they'll spend all their money, and you be the black girl be sitting there like sell out, you know. We feel some type of way, but then at the end of the night, when everybody's leaving and we get in our cars, they be like, "Hey." I want to take you out to dinner, you know. I want to treat you to something. And we be looking like, dog, you just gave $2,000 to Maria, but you want to take me out to dinner. You want to possibly have sex with me later on after dinner. That's how that's how most girls look at it. But uh, it's even the club. Like, I've seen them hire black girls to fire them because black girl making too much money. What? That's cold, man. So, do you think that it's it's the brothers' fault that come in there and throw the money? Because a lot of times it is brothers at the club, the ones that really have the money that are really showing that 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 sign of that what they like. You know what I mean? Um, do Do you think that it's it's them that are abandoning the sisters and being like sellouts, and that's causing the the super like mind frame? Because we are the trendsetters. Yeah. We just don't know it. Well, even. Even beyond that atmosphere, that environment, even if you go to, like, the club setting, the Hollywood club setting, you know, our black black men are the main target to, um, you know, buy a table, buy a bottle, do all of that. And if a group of black women came to the club together, it's like, why are all these black bitches here? But then you turn around, they'll let another ethnicity, a lighter complexed ethnicity or a light black, light-skinned black girl in. And sometimes they don't even ID them. Mm. But I look at it beyond, I don't want to blame the black man, but I get it that you want something different. Mm-hmm. Because you probably grew up with the Rashondas and the Lisas and all of that. But... You have to show some appreciation to black women because no matter what they say, black people, they say we're the minority, but we're really the majority. Yeah. And -hmm. we're the strongest. Yeah. So why, why say like, uh, I don't like black girls, but your mama's black. You come from a black woman. The Kodak black situation. 
He's just ignorant. Yeah, and that's a, that's yeah. a, that's the problem. It's ignorance. There's a lot of ignorance going on. Mm-hmm. And and lack of self pride. And what we hear all the time. Yeah. The media. Yeah. It's that w- that's what controls everything. The media. But that's yeah. all you see is white. When you look in the movies, you see white people. You look at yeah. magazines, you see white people. Dark skinned women can't be leads. That type mm-hmm. of shit. Right. But when you hear a dude like Kodak Black say, he can't explain it. He can't say. He can't. He'll just say, "Well, that's just my preference." But you have every preference comes from something. You're not just yeah. born in the world with I like I like hamburgers. You had to taste like, it and like it or something. Yeah. So. Like for me, for me, I feel like what it is with a lot of dudes is they have this notion that um, white is right and that they're doing well if they have a light-skinned woman or a white woman, mm-hmm. and it shows that they have money and it shows acceptance. You know what I mean? So that's that's where my mindset is at. Is like you know what I'm saying? They just trying to be accepted. You know what I mean? I I never understood how that would make me accepted being a black man with a white woman around majority white people. I would be super. Un- I mean, because I know there's like when you when you date interracially, you know, you're probably gonna have to hang out with both sides. Yeah. But you know, being at work with white people all day, mm-hmm. and then going to stores seeing white people, looking at TV and white people. Last thing I would I mean just me personally is wanna. You know, be next to one because when do you get to be around black people? Exactly. You're like you, the the thing of the thing to me, I feel like is I feel like it shows for them for them mentally. I can see why they think it's a sign of success because you know what I'm saying. In their regular in their regular day to day life, their regular self, they could never. They felt like they could never approach or get a white chick. You know what I mean? The type of white chick that they want to get. That's the difference. You can get a white chick, but the type of white chick, like some Pamela Anderson type shit, you ain't going to get that unless you get bread. You ain't going to get the Lucy Lou looking Asian chick unless you got the bread. You know what I'm saying? Ain't fucking with no dude who ain't got no money or no bread. So when a dude gets the bread, he's like, man, I got the opportunity. I'm about to pounce on this. I'm about to get this bitch. I'm about to have her. I'm about to get this. I'm about to have her. Oh, I finally got her. You know what I'm saying? It's like a dude who ain't never had Jordans and he finally got a check and now he's about to go buy the most expensive ones. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like other ethnicities show more love to black women? Because I see, like, out in L.A., you see a lot of honestly, black and white dudes. Honestly, everybody look, likes black women except for some black men. Because, um, I mean, I identify myself as black, but I am, I'm two different races. Well, we all a whole bunch of races, but... Some people look at me and they be like, oh, my God, you mixed with something. I'd be like, I'm black. Like, I'm, I'm, when you see me, well, you see a black girl, right? Right. So I identify as black. But a lot of people be like, no, you're something else. You need to start claiming your other side. But a white man, an Armenian man, a Mexican man, a Spanish man, every, every other race is like, you are so beautiful. Brown sugar, my black queen, all of that. But then when I get to 10 black guys, maybe eight of them be like, you mixed, you not even black. And I was like, what? I'm black, my daddy's black. Back in the day, the rule was if you had an ounce of blackness in your blood, it's dominant. black. It still is a rule to me. So, you know. And we are black. Mexicans yeah. don't believe it, but they they black. Yeah, they, they, they wouldn't have been here without us. Indians are black, and a lot of people don't realize not... Black people didn't come over here just because, you know, they brought Africans over here or the West Indian people over here. It was black people already in America. Because, you know, when they talk about history of America, 
you know, you got a big ass continent, South America, down there with a lot of dark, dark, dark black people. But you never heard that. Not one day in school, nobody heard. Well, what's going on in South America? At the same time they're bringing slaves over, what was going on in Brazil down there? Well, how them dark people get down there? And they don't even speak no English. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. it, it's just you know, history is told by the the victor. But you're right. There's more black people on this planet than white folks. White people only come from Europe and shit. That's it. That's it, fam. Mm-hmm. Brown people everywhere else, man. <laughs> But it was it was an extreme pleasure in talking to just such a just a well diverse individual like yourself, and the topic of the day you made it so nice to hear your like refreshing views on it. Uh, any final words, beautiful? I'm black and I'm proud. <laughs> <laughs> you got any website plugs like for your lipstick line or anything? Um, my lipstick line is called Perfect Kiss. Uh, P-E-R-F-E-K. That's the German way of spelling perfect. So can't nobody say that's the wrong way. So perfectkiss.com. And it's on um, Instagram, at perfectkiss. And then y'all can follow me, the T-H-E-E, Black Asian. That's awesome. What's up with you? Uh, you can find me at Black Kung Fu. Uh, hashtag these guys and girls. Follow us on our Instagram page. Yep. Hey, you know what it is. Von Roberts everything. That's V-O-N-R-O-B-U-R-T-S. Shout out to Comedy Hype. Shout out to Rostein. We out of here.